Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the We Got Balls podcast. My name is Steve Trudeau. I am joined today by my co-host, Emmanuel Pacheco. How are you, buddy? Wow. I'm doing awesome. I'm doing awesome today. And before we get started, I want to give a shout out to one of our Reddit listeners. It's her birthday, Ashley. Happy birthday. Give Give her a hell yeah. We just want to give a shout out to those listening live. We appreciate your patronage. And if you have any topics of discussion that you want, please let us know. Well, it's just me and Emmanuel because we're missing one, right? The Musketeers are down to two. Well, those girls that that hijacked me and my scooter, I sent them after Mikey. <laughs> they were pretty mean, huh? They were pretty mean. <laughs> what happened to him? Where is he? Well, he's apparently dating, right? He's dating his wife. So he's like, it's her anniversary, I think. Or it's her birthday. Is it her birthday? I think it's a little sketchy what's going oh, on here. Oh, it's anniversary. First, it's her anniversary. It's her anniversary. First he said anniversary, then he said birthday. Yeah, I think this is I all a lie. I, I'm telling I, you. Yeah, I'm telling you. I think just, he's at home just watching baseball on his couch <laughs> with with Chief Wahoo lying down. Didn't want to even come say hi to us today. <laughs> I think you're right. We got to give him so much shit now. Uh, you know what? And now, oh my God, I hope he's listening because we have like over 800 view, wa- viewers like at this moment. Watch. No, just kidding. But <laughs> new records today without Mikey. It's all right. We miss him. This is the first time without him. So we'll see how this goes. It could be a complete train wreck. It could be the star star making turn for a duo on we I, Go I podcast. So. Yeah, it's kind of like I'm dating. I'm cheating on him and I'm dating you, Mikey. I mean, I'm, well, I'm well, cheating we used to be a thruple, a, a three person couple. Now we're we're down to a two. We're, we're a, just a regular couple, I guess. I don't know what else. I know. <laughs> Do you know what a thruple is? I don't even want to know what a thruple is. I shouldn't know because my age probably it's it's is that what the young younger generations are calling orgies now? <laughs> no, I believe so. I I remember we were I was watching a show with my wife. Um, but a thruple is like either a man or a woman that is in a relationship committed to two men or two women, or I guess it could be just all three. But yeah, it's a three person love triangle essentially. So we were a thruple now. So pretty much is us. Yeah, it is us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Except without the sex. It's exactly us, but without uh, sex. <laughs> my goodness. But anyways, yeah, so today is October 11th. We're recording on Monday. For those in America, it is Indigenous People Day. And there's a holiday for you as well, right? Up there in Canada? Well, today is actually Thanksgiving for Canada, right? So this is... Uh, it was a, a good long weekend for us because I think in most Canadians will have like Saturday Thanksgiving, Sunday Thanksgiving, and then Monday Thanksgiving. And today is kind of a little bit uh, rest day for most. Like I think even us, like we were supposed to have a Thanksgiving dinner today and we kind of kept it on the weekend. We had big, big parties on the weekend. We finally had like COVID kind of the, we, we got, uh, they're allowing like 25 people now in a closed enclosure place. So, which is my family. That's a, literally my family. Nice. Yeah. So your Thanksgiving, like, is it like a turkey sort of deal, like America? Like, you have the whole spread, or is it different? What do you do? Yeah, turkey's not indigenous to America, right? Like, the, Canada, we actually have turkeys like in the wild up here too. But we do eat turkey. We eat. Uh, to be honest, most people get like the Portuguese meals are like uh, potatoes, chicken, fish, and yeah, like roasted potatoes, chicken, fish, mm-hmm. and desserts and stuff like that and crazy desserts pumpkin everything right so pumpkin pies pumpkin oh. carrots pumpkin everything pumpkin spice 
Do you are you all about the pumpkin the pumpkin craze? So I like pumpkin pie and I like fresh, like freshly made pumpkin pie. My my daughter makes an amazing pumpkin pie and I actually like it. I don't I'm not big on pumpkin spice anything, but pumpkin pie with cool whip. It's my favorite. And and again, I'd love to hear the the people out there in terms of what's your favorite pie, but apple crumble and pumpkin pie, my two favorite pies. I think those are kind of the top of the list. I was gonna ask you, for me though, you gotta put like a lemon meringue up there too. Yeah, lemon meringue is very good. I cannot have it. I can't have it like consistently. I can eat pumpkin pie every day. Let's let's get completely derailed because this is what this show is gonna be today. It's just complete nonsense. Do you have the sounder ready with the children clapping? Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. This one? Yes. I yeah, want yeah. I want Emmanuel Pacheco's top five pie power ranking. Oh yeah, yeah. I've got them. I've got All them. All right, start at five. Give yourself the sounder in between. So, sure. So um five would be uh uh coconut cream pie. Okay. Yeah. That is a marvelous uh, choice. Yeah, coconut cream pie. Four would probably be um uh a chocolate lava cake. Okay. Decadent, but I kind of have it's one too much in a while. For me. It's too much. It, it is. It is. But once in a while, if you, I'm ranking it, right? It's not my top choice. Uh, number three would uh, have to be apple pie with um, natural vanilla ice cream. Vanilla no. bean ice cream. Okay. No, natural vanilla bean. Better. Ice cream. Yes. There's nothing better than the hot apple pie okay. uh, with a scoop of vanilla. With a yeah, natural vanilla. And natural wait, wait, vanilla wait, wait. Bean. To top it off, so you get the the wall with the warm yeah. apple pie, scoop yep. of vanilla, yep. sprinkle of cinnamon on top of that. That absolutely, ice cream. yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Now, uh, now you take it up a notch. Okay, mm. number two is for me is apple crumble pie, which is different than apple pie. So apple <laughs> apple crumble is essentially the same thing, but it's just the topping is just so much better. Because it's uh, it's basically like they've taken an apple pie and kind of mixed it in the middle oh. and then baked it again. It's like a double so, baked apple before pie. Before you get to number two and one, I got first of all, someone in the Reddit chat saves fruit cake. Fruit first cake. of all, that's a cake. Ugh. And secondly, that's like the most disgusting thing ever. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And then secondly, what? someone, our friend Ashley, happy birthday again. She gave us an idea. She said, I want ice cream. And guess what, Emmanuel? After we're done with this, yeah, we're getting Emmanuel Pacheco's top five power rankings for ice cream flavors oh, i want i want that. in on that one yeah i want in that. on that one <laughs> i've got that all right where were we where were we oh wait that's number two apple crumble pie which is one step above it's like it, it's it's basically a double baked uh apple pie so it's basically it's basically an inside out apple pie that is with and actually it has uh crumble on top and the crumble on top is a bit of sugar a bit of cinnamon so it's basically mm-hmm. the apple pie, the way that you've deconstructed the apple pie, they basically make it into a kind of mixed apple pie that already has the topping and then it's cooked again. That's how that it is. That sounds way better than regular apple pie. Oh, it is. No, no, that I, I've ranked it number two, right? Okay. And What's number one, one is meat pumpkin pie because you can wow. only eat it during. Okay, but let's be clear. You can only eat it during certain times of the year and it's only a limited time. And you have Cool Whip on it, not low fat Cool Whip, regular Cool Whip on uh, pumpkin pie, and you warm it up slightly, not too much, but a little bit warm. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my favorite. That's actually my favorite because you only eat it once in a while. Give Done. yourself the applause. Hang on, hang on. There I you will go. say I agree with that. Like pumpkin pie is strictly a fall thing. You're yeah, not yeah. going to like a spring like meal with people and getting pumpkin oh. pie. 
No. But to, to your point, though, also, I feel like apple pie is also kind of a fall thing. I think pie oh. in general is like a fall thing. When no, have you had like a pie, pie in spring? Yeah, I've had like a fruit pie, like a blueberry pie yeah. or like some other fruit pie. Yeah, I but I, you can have those throughout the year. You can have them, but but pumpkin pie is very specific to fall and it's very, very specific. To fall. Two omissions. Okay. Key lime pie. Got to yeah, be on the list. Good. Number Fantastic. six. If you gave me a top 10 list. I, we would definitely be well, in. Can, in can we kick out the regular apple pie after I heard that about that no. crumble pie? See apple you later. Pie. There's a difference. Also, apple pie is yeah. very good still. It's very good, but it, apple crumble is above it. That's all. All right. And then question is Boston. So I know it's technically a cake, but it's yeah. called a pie. Boston cream yeah. pie. It's too sweet. Where does that follow? Is that a cake or a pie? Because it's, it's called a pie. It's like but... A, it's, but it's basically one step above a donut. Like you have the Boston Still cream good. donut. Still very good, but oh, you can't. We got to do a top five power ranking for donuts too. That's that, <laughs> dude. <laughs> no, you make it look like cream. all I do is eat. <laughs> I'm dude. I'm loving it. I I will eat all this stuff. We're we're just we're all about food today. But all right, let me give you my top five. Okay. Actually, do you have your your ice cream power rankings? I I I have mine, but we, let's go through the pies with you. I I want to know oh, what you. I wasn't you, ready for the pies. Sure, you want to do ice cream? I can do ice cream. Uh, let's go straight into ice cream. You want me to start with ice cream? Get, yeah, get yeah, you yeah. going? You start. All right. So number five. I don't know if this is available everywhere, but around my my parts is a creamery, um, cherry cherry farms, cherry hill. They have a fantastic coffee Oreo ice cream. And essentially what it is, it's it's coffee ice cream with bits of Oreo cookie mixed yeah. in. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I'm not a big coffee drinker, but I am an Oreo person. I just had an Oreo ice cream today, actually. And I had extra double double filled Oreos. They they smushed them up and put them in a in a, a blizzard, right? Uh, a, a Dairy Queen blizzard. That's one of my favorites. But coffee, if you're a coffee drinker, you probably would like the Oreo coffee. For me, I'm not a coffee drinker, but yeah, I, you got half of it right. Absolutely. All right. Number four. I'm going to go mint chocolate chip. Oh, yeah. Big, big time. I don't always love a good, I don't always love mint chocolate chip, but yeah. when it, when it hits, when you're in the mood for mint chocolate chip, it hits just right. And with chunks of chocolate, like actual chunks of chocolate. Oh yeah. 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 Because you can get chocolate mint, uh, just chocolate mint flavor, but you need the chocolate chunk like Baskin Robbins. You guys have ba Baskin Robbins, right? Yes. Yes, Baskin Robbins chocolate ch uh, chocolate chip or and uh, mint chip mint chip. All right, so number three, I'm gonna go salted caramel ice cream. And basically, what it is, it's vanilla ice cream with chunks of frozen caramel with pretzel pieces yep. mixed in. Yeah. Oh, pretzel caramel, sweet, sweet and savory. Oh. Good God, it's yep. good stuff. So far, I'm agreeing with all your choices. So far. All right, number last. two. Oh, last two. I'm going to go with cookie dough ice cream. Classic cookie dough. Okay, you got me there. Nope. Nope, can't do it. Can I give you a little side story about cookie dough ice cream? Sure. So my, oh, first, my first job was at Friendly's Ice Cream. And I was a fountain boy, which is the person who scoops the ice cream, makes the ice cream desserts, whatever. Yeah. And what I would do is when it got slow, I would take a spoon from the back area and I would just scoop out the cookie dough chunks from the cookie dough ice cream and set them aside and eat them. And I swear to God, the people who went to the Dartmouth um, 
uh, Friendly's got cookie dough ice cream with just vanilla with ice no cream. Cookie dough. <laughs> no cookie dough whatsoever because I ate all of it. Oh, man. You are a bad, bad <laughs> fountain boy because that is not good. That is not good. But cookie dough, I, I find a little bit. Um, my wife, I, I, who is who is it likes? I think my son likes cookie dough. I'm not a big cookie dough guy. But ugh. So right. I don't agree with you with that one. That's for sure for me. And then number one, I got to go with some sort of, and I can't find a specific name for it, but yeah. anything that resembles a Reese's peanut butter cup, something with chocolate okay. and peanut butter. And peanut mixed butter? In. Okay. Yes. Okay. Vanilla ice cream base. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Good, good, good. Those are good choices. The only thing I would change is your top two for me would be different, but the other ones, I, I, I kind of agree with you on all of them, but I'm, okay. I'm a purist. So uh, for ice cream for me, my my number two uh, would probably be uh, cherry vanilla. So a cherry vanilla, uh, but with real cherries. Okay. So there's a bunch of imitation stuff, but with real chunks of cherry and a and a uh, a vanilla, like a uh, French vanilla. That's one of my favorites. One of my favorites. That it's that too that's... bland. I I took my little niece to get ice cream um, yeah. uh, about a year ago. And uh, she got plain vanilla ice cream with just cherries on top. I was just so disappointed. No, that's not the same. No, you have to have, I'll bring you to a place. So when we were in the UK, um, we went to this and we were staying in this Airbnb. This is where I I have the off track story, but I actually scraped my back on a bathtub. I like how you said off track story. Like this whole (laughs) podcast so far hasn't just been an off track story, but continue. Okay, so I, I rented an Airbnb in the UK, and we were in London uh, for a few days, and then we went outside of London. I'm trying to remember the city, but it's basically about an hour away from London. And uh, we were there, and we rented this beautiful Airbnb. And in the middle of the bedroom, they had a tub, but it was like this really like artistic, architectural digest tub, and it looked gorgeous. But it was in the very middle, and it was like a, a boat-shaped, and it had the, the stopper in the in the middle, and uh, my, my wife went, uh, my daughter went, uh, her dance partner went, and then they left early and I had to stay for business. I stayed there and I said, okay, well, I'm, I'm going to take a shower and there's no shower. You have to take the bath right in the tub. So I took a, a tub bath and I slipped. And when I slipped, I scraped my back from my, from my butt crack Jesus. all the way up to about three quarters of my back on the stopper. I literally went whoosh, and I couldn't get out of the tub for an hour. <laughs> but when I finally got out and I was blood, it was bleeding and everything like that. But when I finally got out, I went to the local ice cream shop. And the one thing I ate uh, was French vanilla goes. cherry ice cream. <laughs> Can I and be honest with you, Emmanuel? Yeah. Since we're friends. We're friends. And I, I, yeah, yeah. I am honest with my friends. I was zoning out for like 30 seconds of that. And I and totally so? forgot where we started. All and you're, yeah. all I remember was zoning back in. You're talking about slipping in a tub, and I'm like, how the how the did we get to slipping well, in a tub? And then, then you, you mentioned the ice cream. I'm like, oh, there it is. It all yeah, comes full circle. That's how. That's why that one was a favorite of mine because it was very it was very soothing for me. <laughs> so press the button number two. Yeah, French vanilla with cherries. With cherry, okay. All right. And my number one is a very plain one, but actual. Um, uh, vanilla, but natural bean, vanilla bean, uh, ice cream, just vanilla bean ice cream, like in a very good, high quality vanilla bean ice cream is one of my favorites. I'll eat that. A waste all of a top two. 
Yeah, but listen, it's I'm telling you, it's like it's it's if you get the right ice cream, we have this thing called up here up north. We have a creamery. There's an ice cream place up north as well. And for those who've ever visited Canada, if you're in cottage country, there's this place called Kawathra, Kawathra or Kawathra, 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 whatever. Sure, whatever. It's basically it's the best ice cream and it's vanilla bean ice cream original. And it's amazing. Absolutely amazing. Well, if I ever visit, you'll have to take me out there. Also, you've, prom- you've, you've, you've promised to take me, Mikey, like a bajillion places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, we will bring you, you up and you will taste everything. all of this. You will taste all of this stuff all around. Okay? All right. So anyway, we're now a food podcast, by the way. <laughs> all right. Emmanuel's top five appetizers. Go ahead. No, I'm just kidding. No, um, I'm not doing more food. <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, but no, we do do a lot of sports here. We, there is one sports story we want to get into, and it's the NBA insurance fraud scheme that was uncovered this week. Before we get into that, I want to give you the option, Manuel. Do you want to hear a story about Marathon Monday and myself? Because actually, today yeah. in Boston is Marathon Monday. Usually, it is on oh, Patriots yeah. Day, yeah. which is in April. But this year, because of COVID, it is yeah. now on Indigenous People Day here. So the oh, marathon okay. was run today. So I believe it was like six or eight years ago when the um marathon bombing happened yeah the bombing at the end which was absolutely does that like so, absolutely heartbreaking oh, yeah. but yeah. i was living in boston at the time and uh i had off from work that day and i had to go pick up we we're trying to find a futon couch for our upstairs it was me and a bachelor kind of pad with a couple other guys we needed a futon to like have in their living area so that day was the day i was going to go pick up a futon in the middle of boston Granted, I didn't have a truck. I don't own a truck. I own a convertible. I did at the time. So I went and picked up a futon in my convertible. And it did not fit, by the way. So I had to put the top down, obviously. And half of it's just hanging out the back. And I'm trying to drive home. And all there's just cops going by me like crazy. All the roads are closed. I'm just like driving around the city trying to get home with this, you know, futon halfway outside of my house or outside of my house, outside of my car. And I finally get home. I, I lost half the futon on the way. And I finally get home and realized the reason why it took me three hours to get home was because of what happened that day with the marathon. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. And then I actually was living at the time like five blocks away from where they found the guy in the boat. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I heard that whole story of when they found him and then the standoff in the boat and stuff like that was yeah. just absolutely crazy. Absolutely. Well, me and, my, me and my roommate at the time, Corey, shout out Corey Aaron's. Um, we were running it. We were going for a jog. We we're supposed to be on lockdown. We we're going for a jog, like around the, there was like a high school next to our house. We we're going for a jog. And all of a sudden we hear like on the third lap. Oh, really? Yeah. It was like the, the shoot off shoot out, whatever. So yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah man. just a little side story. Well, Mar- marathon and, one day. Well, marathon. So again, it, it's one of these things that it, it goes, uh, you know, it, it's a memory ingrained in, in people's minds, but it, it also has an amazing story where you have a lot of people that have actually survived that, that we also hear about all those stories that uh, people lost limbs that are now doing the marathon again, right? And have done it in in, uh, in subsequent years. So it's actually an amazing um, story out of something horrific, right? So, but that's... Yeah. yeah. That's and just a little problem. side note, someone in the Reddit chat wanted to ask you, Emmanuel, mm-hmm. if you were stuck in the desert, would you rather have salad or water? Which is, I think that's a pretty easy, easy question. To water. Answer. Water. Yeah I, don't know. yeah, I don't know. Salad or water? 
I wouldn't want salad yeah. if I was stuck anywhere. Just I, get, know, get, I wouldn't get want salad anyways. Yeah. Why would I want salad anyways? Yeah, We're eating ice cream on this podcast and yeah, in pies. We don't want your salad. Get out of here. I'm going to bring out my pumpkin pie over because my daughter made pumpkin pie. If you made... want to eat pumpkin pie on yeah. the podcast, That's feel yeah. free. Yeah. Feel free. So let's get into this um, NBA insurance fraud scandal. So we had a lengthy conversation in our group chat this week about it because it was kind of fascinating. I believe it was 16 NBA players or excuse me, former NBA players were indicted for essentially running an insurance fraud scheme that saw them uh, take home about $4 million. And if you're not familiar with how um, NBA player benefits work, after a certain amount of service time, this is actually very common in all professional sports, but after a certain amount of service time in the league, you get lifetime benefits for medical, dental, um, some other things. But it makes sense because a lot of these guys, you know, especially like NFL, for example, you know, your your body gets beat down over several years. And once you're out of the league, you're done, done working. You're essentially, you know, you don't have worker provided health care coverage. So they actually have great health insurance through the union. And uh, what was happening was these 16 guys were submitting fake health insurance reimbursement forms. Basically, they had a doctor that they all knew and worked with who would submit fake um, reimbursement form saying these players received some sort of service from him or her. And uh, basically the league would give the doctor the money back for this service that never occurred. And then the doctor would split the revenue with the players. So it was this big scheme that actually stole money from the players uh, fund for medical and health insurance. So it totaled $4 million a couple names of players that were in here were like Tony Allen from the Celtics. He won a championship with them. Sebastian Telfair, uh, career, kind of a journeyman, but uh, he was the cousin of Stefan Marbury, very big star player. And then one player that made the most money was Glenn Big Baby Davis, who made about $20 million in his playing career. So, uh, I mean, super stupid to do this to begin yeah. with. And it just kind of sucks because things like this kind of undermine the entire medical system in the United States. Yeah, so I we in our our little chat that we we're having because I can't relate to this because in Canada, yes, there's health insurance fraud, but it's not at the same scale, and because we have um, uh, government subs uh, government healthcare where everybody is really covered with healthcare in our province here in Ontario, we have OHIP, which is Ontario Health Insurance Plan, whatever, and um, everything is public. So, for instance, doctors are where fraud happens in Canada. It's more about the doctors. It's not about the individual patients getting their money back because the patients never see that money. It actually goes directly to the doctors and they claim it and they bill for it. And it's all public record. So, for instance, doctors are ranked and you basically can go online and see what they actually get paid that year. And you can see the top ranking for an ophthalmologist is $4 million, for instance. And and uh, and it's not just their salary, it's it's what they pay for their facility. It's what they pay for their employees. It's it covers off a lot of things. So that's that's why I can't relate to how patients or, you know, individuals can can defraud it from because in Canada, yes, there's fraud going on, but it's usually the doctors, not necessarily the patients, because. Yeah, it's just it's so transparent because you pretty much know exactly what doctors are making and you can you easily catch fraudsters, right? So that that's that's why we were going back. And uh, Trudeau, you couldn't understand how it worked in Canada and how it wouldn't how you wouldn't be able to do the same thing in Canada. Yeah, and just just to clarify cuz someone in the audience was a little confused about what 
they asked what team. It's not a particular team that was yeah. conducting this fraud. It was individual players who had retired from the league. And most of these guys have been retired for like seven to 15 years. So it's been a while since they've played. And they they came from many, many teams. So it wasn't one individual team. It was a couple of specific doctors and a handful of players. And just before I get into your question, Emmanuel, yeah. Some of the things that they were being they were getting reimbursed for just to fill in some details. A lot of it was dental dental work like fillings, root canals, um, physical therapy. So a lot of things that were really kind of hard to track, like things that services that doctors can that doctors that will provide yeah. to you that don't require medical equipment per se. So like a lot of physical therapy where they can just say, "Hey, I did it on this person," whatever. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. And here in Canada, again, again, let's, let's, you know, Canada is a public health care, different system, transparent. So it's a little harder to defraud it. In this case, the players actually, would they get the money first and then have to pay the doctor or they basically get a check? Uh, so in, the mail? How in America, it? the way it works is like, so let's say I go to the doctor, right. And yep. I get a bunch of services, let's say, um, some physical therapy to keep it to keep it short and simple. Yeah. All right. So my insurance company will be billed by the medical practice, and the insurance company then decides based on my health insurance plan how much of that bill they're gonna pay for themselves. Yeah. So let's say my bill is a thousand dollars. Keep it even numbers, and they say we'll pay for five hundred dollars of that one thousand. Mm -hmm. Then the medical practice, the physical therapist will then bill me personally $500, the remainder of the bill after right. health insurance okay. paid for it. Okay. So it's the the patient. The one thing I, I've always been, and you're going to judge me a little bit for this, but I've been in the past really bad about going to doctors. Like I don't have a good history of it. I, I'm just starting to like become a responsible adult now and actually set up annual physicals and stuff like that. But before... Right. Um, a couple months ago, I haven't been to the doctor in like 15 years. You're okay. So I am exactly the same. So I have not got an annual physical in years. I probably about 10, 15 years and I'm the same. I, and yet I live in a family with doctors and nurses and healthcare professionals, but yet I don't even have my own family physician. Put it that way. Yeah. And like in America, it's kind of, there's like the, I here's the thing. Let's let me rewind for a second. You yeah. have no excuse. No, I have no excuse. Because it's free for you. In free. America, it's like free. if I go, I went and just got like a patient, um, like a new patient like questionnaire. They kind of I sat with the doctor for like 30 minutes, an hour. They asked me questions about my history and all that stuff. It was like three hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. No, it's so, so like with, yeah. If you have to like choose between feeding your family and going to pay yeah. $300 to see a doctor to tell you nothing, then you're not going to go. So, so I don't know. It's this, crazy. Is this going to be a podcast about healthcare and trying to basically uh, rag on U.S. healthcare, how how backwards it is and how you guys are one of the only countries in the world that doesn't really have good healthcare in terms of subsidized healthcare? Is, well, I mean, we're not, we're not one of the, we're not that you're phrasing incorrectly. We're not one of the only countries. It's we're one of the, one of, one of. we're one of the quote unquote, like first world countries, you know, major, major countries that don't have the, you know, government mandated health or, you know, like, um, 
healthcare included or whatever. I don't know yeah, how yeah. you want to, how do you want to word it's, it? It's government, government paid. It's uh first payer, whatever, but it's basically social, social, social healthcare. Right. Yeah. I know people do bitch like in the United States, like that are opposed to it. The idea of like, you guys have to wait a shit ton of time to see somebody, that's true, but that's not true. It's, I, I don't know. I've never been there, so I don't know. What it's You'll like. have individual situations. Yeah. Okay. I need to get an MRI. Okay. Yeah. I got to wait a bit sometimes, but for the most part, you, if you have an emergency, you're going to be seen by a doctor and you're going to be seen that day. And maybe it takes you a little bit longer in the emerge room, but you can go to other emerge rooms that are, you know, there's many hospitals that you can go to. And if one does like, I, okay, I'll give you the example, my mother. So my mother, rest her soul. She passed away two years ago, but she didn't like the hospital that was close to us. So what did she do? She went to a hospital 30 minutes away and got seen uh, within 20 minutes and got in and she had cancer and she went in and they took her right away, knew that she was super sick. They took her in. She beat cancer the first year, uh, the first time and and uh, was there. We The bill at the very end, we didn't even see it, but we, we did have at the end when we had to kind of settle everything up and make sure we had a bill uh, and it was eight months in the hospital and um chemo all, all, everything and just to put in perspective our bill was 23 dollars and 84 cents that was because that was the medicine that wasn't covered um by the healthcare uh by by our ohip and it was it was just because it was an ex, there was an ex, a, a, a specific drug that they need that she needed on top of her things that just wasn't covered so we covered it right and we we paid the the fee and it was still actually covered afterwards but we had to pay the dispensing fee so that was the other thing it was like a 500 dollars medicine but we they would cover but they wouldn't cover the dispensing fee the total bill for my mom the two times she went in uh eight months the first time and then she went in again um uh a year later uh was 2.3 million dollars i think was kind of the total and we paid yeah the 23 dollars roughly like just under 23 dollars that's crazy man yeah yeah it like it's so hit or miss with our insurance comp our insurance over here because so i have an insurance provider my wife does we both yeah. you know we both had different insurances uh back you know a couple months ago yeah and we used her insurance when we delivered our baby okay oh i want to hear about how much this is and it was now her insurance at the time was like the primo stuff like the good stuff like this yeah, yeah. is the one you good want blue, blue cross blue shield which is widely thought of as one of the better insurance providers in America. Okay. Okay. And it was a total, the visit was about $7,000. Oh, okay. But we had to pay after insurance, I believe $160. Okay. Yeah. But you're pretty good. Yeah. But yeah. not everybody has that. And then right? let like, me finish. Wait. So then, so then before you get into that, so then we changed my, my child's insurance to mine. It took her to a, a hospital, a doctor visit, like a standard yeah. checkup. All the doctor does is weigh the baby, measure her, kind of poke her a little bit. Oh, yeah, she looks fine. Whatever. You know, ask a few questions in and out. 15 minutes. $200. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can imagine that. <laughs> it's just like the insurance in, in America. It's such a crapshoot. Like you can get lucky and have a employer that provides a high yeah. quality health insurance, you know, option. Or you don't, and then you get stuck with shit. Okay, so now let's compare in Canada. So in Canada, uh, I've got three kids. I've never paid a penny for anything of any of the kids being born. Like That's dope. So uh, not one cent. Um, the only thing we're really paying for is dispensing fees for medicine. 
Now, the dispensing fees are $2 each time you pick up a medicine, or $4, I should say, because they even cover half of the dispensing fee with some of the pharmacies. So it's a $4 fee that you have to pay if you, every single time you need to get a, a, a drug. And, and there are some drugs that are not covered, so there are some things that are, will not be covered, but it's very, very rare of what type of drugs will not be covered. Um, the other thing is, when you take a look at the type of healthcare and and you take a look at what the doctors get paid. So my mother-in-law is a doctor and for the last 24 years, I've been helping her with her practice uh, with the billing. So as an example, what she bills, doctors get a, a basically paid a certain amount per year yep. and that's what they get paid. Like they get paid that, that's the government, that's your your basic salary, you know, roughly 400 to 600,000 that you're going to get paid, but then you can claim things for your office. You can claim things for other things. So you can get paid more uh, for having an office and other employees and other things, but you're basically between 400 and 600,000 is what a regular doctor, family physician would make, but they will charge for a visit. It's a $200 uh, charge, but it goes to the government. And, and that's the patient awesome. never sees it. The patient never sees it. It gets billed and the doctor gets it in their account and they have to prove it and it gets audited all the time. And you have to keep Do you have any idea, like just ballpark, like how much you pay in taxes personally yes. to like uh, to like contribute to that service? One, well, yeah. So my tax rate is 48 percent. It's 50 percent is my tax rate. But that's I'm at a higher end. And why? Because I work at Google. Because you're a baller. Because I'm a baller. No, but the lowest the tax rate, I think, is 24 percent. Um, okay. and then you get 30 is kind of the average 32% is the average, but that's, everything is covered. Your healthcare is covered. Um, that's pretty much covering, you know, all the other stuff that you, you have to deal with, but it's, it's high. Uh, but at the end of the day, a lot of that other stuff is, is covered. If you have a family, it's like, you want to kind of be covered and you don't, you can't, you, you're not going to go bankrupt because you have an illness, right? Like yeah. That. It's, it's nice not to have to stress things like, yeah. When you have insurance in America, it's like, I don't know. I, I never know how to use it properly. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. like, it's a crapshoot because doctors all charge different things. So it's yeah. like, you don't know. Like, it's almost like you're going to a restaurant. And you know, if you go to a restaurant, they have like, you get the menu. There's like the, the, the specials. And there's no yeah, prices yeah. on it. That's like American healthcare. It's like, you never know what you're going to pay for things up front. You're just like, dear God, I hope this band is not $1,000. <laughs> and spoiler alert it is. It is. It is actually is. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, like, in, and again, I, um, I just hear so many horror stories. Um, and again, it's not everybody. If you're well off, then no, you, yeah. know, you don't have an issue, but I if think you're it depends not too, like in America, like if you are super healthy and you don't have children, Oh man, you love the way it is now because like you can just buy the dirt cheap health, health insurance coverage. Yeah. Well, actually you have to buy, I think you have with Obama, like the Obamacare yeah, stuff, you have to buy health health insurance. But, uh, you just buy the dirt cheap stuff and never use it. And yeah. then it kind of sucks if you're like like a sick person because you just get screwed. So yeah, it's like if you're well off, you're good. If you're not well off, then see you later. Sucks to yeah. suck. But, but see this and this is the thing in Canada. I think that there's, you know, there's there's the social assistance that is here is different. It's not, you know, it's not food stamps. It's not things like that. You have other things covered. Like if you can't afford your, uh, your kind of uh, your premium, your work premium for your healthcare and stuff like that, it's paid for by the government. So even if you can't afford it, let's say you're a student, you still get covered. If, if they're now off of my, uh, my, my healthcare with my, with my company and the company is usually subsidized for other things like prescription drugs, uh, dental, eye care, all of that stuff. So those things will be covered. 
and those are above and beyond. So if you're not, if you don't have a good employer, then you won't get good. You know, you won't have a good dentist. You won't have an eye care plan, but you pretty much have all the other stuff. Um, you will be covered. So you will never have to really worry about healthcare while you're in Canada. Even if you're an immigrant, you can still come over and yeah. still, and that's why we have a, a lot of immigrants here as well, because they come here with big families and they take advantage of the, the, yeah. the health, uh, health situation here. Right. So that happens a lot. Yeah. That's I mean, I get, I get why people are against the idea of like having socialized stuff. I don't get I, it. I'm not, I'm not saying it. I'm for it. I'm just saying I can, I, I can hear the counter argument argument and I can understand where people are coming from. But yeah. for me personally, like I came from an upbringing of not having a lot yeah. and not being able to like, I wasn't able to go see a dentist. I wasn't able to go to the doctor. So like for me growing up, it would have been nice to be able to actually do some of those things. So I understand like the struggle. I understand the struggle from people who don't have the opportunity to do some of these things and understand like now, now that I'm well off now, I don't mind paying a little extra so somebody else doesn't have to go through some of the hard times you know what i mean like i think it's perspective because if you grow up well off and you never understand what it's like to struggle and have a have to wonder can i go to the doctor yeah. like you'll never understand you know giving up a little to help somebody else else a lot it's but just pers it's perspective what's your tax rate what, what's your roughly like oh, what's i have no idea rate? i honestly emmanuel i don't look at my paycheck i i it goes <laughs> in my bank account i could give, give care less i'm happy with <laughs> what my life is i'm not stressing it Okay, but what's the the normal tax rate in in let's say in in Massachusetts? Would it be like a twenty percent? I think it's higher. I think Ma Massachusetts. I don't know if you know our nickname. They call it Taxachusetts. Okay, we're very we're very liberal in Massachusetts. So there's a lot of um, statewide programs to help people out. So the, the tax rate's a little higher around here. Okay, so let's say it's twenty five percent. Okay, so okay. it's twenty five percent, and then on top of that, you have your health care on top of your tax rate, right? So yeah. Healthcare is probably a few. What is about eight thousand to ten thousand dollars a year? Is it a thousand? I mean, it depends month? on what you're what I mean, you're doing. I I bought honestly before before I had my child. I'm yeah. very healthy. I go to the gym like six days a week. I eat very healthy. Yeah. I was I bought like the dirt cheap stuff and spent like eleven hundred dollars a year in health health insurance. Okay, okay, okay. So it's not. That I mean, to be fair, like if I went to the to the hospital, I would be charged like a million dollars. So I don't even yeah. know why I had it at that point. <laughs> but yeah. Well, but back to the NBA. So these guys screwing around with insurance. So yeah, so they're going to be facing some hard I'm time. At these guys, but I'm looking at these names. Like these are like you know six-time NBA All Defense Team member Tony, Tony Allen. Allen. Yeah, Tony <gasps> Allen. Wow. I don't yeah, know why they did it. I mean, I think that sometimes you have professional athletes and they're making a ton of money and they're they become accustomed to a certain lifestyle. Yeah. And when yeah. the money runs out and they're still living that lifestyle their money goes very quickly. So maybe if they fell on hard times, because none of these guys are guys who made like, I mean, they made a lot of money compared to the average Joe. Yeah. So you and me, they made a lot of money. But for the NBA standard, they were lower earners on the totem pole. So, you know, maybe they blew all their money. They needed the money. Or also maybe they just thought it would be an easy hustle to get free free bucks by a Lamborghini. But that's the thing. If they wouldn't get caught, if they knew that they wouldn't get caught, they knew that nobody would ever find out about it because they had an inside guy. Well, here's the problem. So all you do to resolve that is make it transparent. So make it where public records are available for things like that. And then all of a sudden you won't have the same type of fraud. That's what happens here in Canada, where doctors are all kind of their salaries and everything are 
they're, they're looked at on a regular basis and anybody can just go in public record to see because it's government it's government paid so if it's government paid it's public so we have access to those records so then that's why we don't have as much fraud from that perspective so i don't know i i just think you need more transparency in order to avoid fraud because if you can get away with it you know like then you're you're going to try to uh, you're going to try to to bypass it, right? Well, I I work for I don't want to get too much detail, but I work for a health insurance company. Go figure. After oh, we're wow. trashing it for like 20 minutes. Wow. But but uh, no, we, there are a lot of systems in place to, you know, identify health insurance fraud and catch it. But it's not it's not proof, foolproof system. I wanted yeah. to get off the subject, but before yeah. I dismount, two things. Well, never mind. I'll just go to the one thing. Okay. Do you know, I was reading an article today about, you know where it's really bad in America is Florida. Yeah. Okay. I saw something like there was like a, their annual health insurance frauds up in like the 200 millions. Like they account for like oh. 40% of all wow. health insurance fraud in America. Wow. $200 million in health insurance fraud. It's crazy. Now it's, that you I think it's Medicare Florida, fraud. It makes sense in Florida though. And we got a lot of Canadians that live in Florida, right? Because they have the snowbirds. I mean, yeah, it's kind of like every Northeast is like uh, known for snowbirds, like the New England area yeah. to go down to Florida. Yeah. Same yeah. thing with Canada, I guess, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Well, in Canada, we have, uh, again, so w the insurance fraud that happens up here is car insurance. Car insurance, huge, huge problems here in Canada. So that's a problem that we have, which is it's not publicly funded. It's basically I'm buying my insurance yeah. for my car. We pay huge rates. Uh, let me ask you a question. How much do you pay for insurance a year for a car? First Personally, I believe I pay. Oof. So between me and my wife, we we're on a, the same insurance. We have two cars, and it's about two thousand dollars a year for both cars for both of us. So I pay Canadian. I pay about five thousand a year. For oof, that's expensive. Cars. Very expensive. Well, and, well, well, you'll you'll have to explain in a minute why you pay so much because someone's right. balling, yeah. about to ball out with a, a new car. But go ahead. Yeah. So, oh yeah, we're going to talk about that. Yeah. So here's the thing with insurance in Canada, and specifically in my city, my actual city that I live in has the highest insurance rates in, I think all of Canada, if not all of Canada, I think it's, I know it's in our province, I live in a little city called Brampton, Ontario, and it basically has the highest rates and why? Because there's a bunch of insurance fraud and you have a lot of young people that don't know how to drive. So the insurance rates go high because you have a lot of people that just are very, very bad drivers in my city that I live in. And that that's an excuse for the insurance companies to hike the rates. But the biggest insurance fraud that happens here is people will stop at a stoplight. And then what they'll do is they'll wait for somebody in the middle of the night, they'll be stopped at a stoplight, and then they'll wait for somebody to come behind them. And then they'll back up into them. And then when <laughs> they back up into them, what? Yeah, they'll back up into them and then they'll say, what you hit me, you hit me. And then they basically, oh, my neck is sore. And then they'll claim and you can't sue people serious? for huge amounts, but you can I sue them for about a hundred thousand. You can basically I always see like videos on Reddit, like in yeah, Russian writing, like falling over the truck, people the, the jumping hood. into like cars. <laughs> this happens in Canada, but, no, but this is all in the cars. It's a huge insurance fraud where basically people will stop it because in Canada, it's a no fault insurance, right? No fault insurance. What does that mean? No, nobody's fault. The insurance companies just pay everything. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No fault insurance, which means something happens, you claim it, then if you are at fault, what happens is then they just split the, the fee between the insurance companies. But if you are not at fault because somebody hit you in the back, which is zero fault for the person in the front, the person in the back was 100% at fault, the insurance companies just pay it. And they just pay the fee and then they have kind of a set rate for 
um, medical and other things. And you pretty much, there's a standard rate that you can pretty much get, but you, it's about a hundred thousand dollars that you can get for, for, uh, medical issues. Right. That's bananas. I have a question for you. Have you ever been in a car accident personally? Yeah. 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 Oh, scooter accident or car accident? Yes. yes. I've totaled like in my life, I've totaled like at least two cars. I've never totaled a car. I've gotten into slight fender benders. I've been T-boned before. Really? Wow. Yeah. If you I, I was in Canada, you would probably have very high insurance. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I honestly had high insurance at one point. I was a very bad driver in my younger days. Oh. Uh, it's just it's just being reckless and stupid. You yeah. you, li- you live and learn. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, 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 one. I well, one other thing. Do you? So since there's like a high risk of insurance fraud, yeah. do you have one of those dash cams on your car? I yes. feel like you need to have one. You do. Uh, do you? I, I, I don't have a dash cam, but what I do is I'm very careful about it. I, we were talking about getting it. So my brothers, uh, my, my brother-in-law has one, a bunch of other folks have it. And for me, it's, it's just, you're driving a little bit more careful. You're being careful when you're going up in front. So if you see a shady car where it's a wrecked car or it's a car that <laughs> what's, has what's a, bumper, a shady car, Please explain. it's like, it's like a, a run. Cause in Canada, there's not a ton of rundown cars. Like they're actually pretty good cars. They're there. But if you see a rundown car, you're going to be extra careful when you go behind them. And if their bumper is damaged, you will not. I will literally will not go behind them. I'll go to the other lane. I will go to the other lane. This happens a lot in Canada, huh? It, apparently it does. Um, I've never had it happen to me, but uh, it has happened. Now, I will tell you a story of what happened in my driveway. Can I tell you about that? So what happened is my son um, has. Wait, can we just you know, take, a, take a moment? What the hell? Are you murdering dogs in, in your house? What is going on? Oh, no, they're 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 singing with the dogs. They do this little joke. <laughs> I feel like they a go chainsaw and sing with the dogs. Texas Chainsaw Massacre oh, Volume Five starring hey, Ted Cruz's my... lookalike is happening right, is in the background better? right now. Is that better? Yeah. Okay, so what shit. ends up happening is they're doing it on purpose because they want me to have Thanksgiving dinner with them. Um uh, so here here's what happens. Wait, so wait, wait. My... Are you are you skipping your Thanksgiving dinner to record a podcast? Kind of. <laughs> oh shit! All right, we'll wrap up. We'll get going. It's okay. So what ends up happening is my son has a really nice car, and he parks in the driveway, and then my car is parked in front of him. Right, so we're parked there. Now we have cameras in our house and in the front, so we the entire perimeter is completely. I've got like eight cameras around the whole house, and and everything is kind of watched. So what ends up happening is my neighbor across the street was, you know. And like, for the audience, in, what are you doing? I'm smoking a joint. Uh, so he okay. was he was a little high. He has a Mercedes, a brand new Mercedes, whatever the a high-end car, you know, super, super fast. He goes and takes his car and backs up super fast and hits my son's car. My son's car then hits my car. Oh shit. Hit, so hit him all hard. That insurance, right? Well, what ended up happening, we didn't actually go to insurance. He because he knew that he would have he would lose, he'd basically have like a $10,000 per year bill if he went to insurance. Cause once you paid it for you, he just paid it. He just paid yeah, it. Yeah, We just bumper damage and stuff like that. So for like 3000, 4,000 bucks, it was pretty much all of the cars were covered and that was it. Nice. Yeah. Well, but speaking that. of, speaking of expensive cars needing to be covered, someone's <sighs> upgrading over here. Mr. Moneybags. Yeah. I put about your house. 46% tax rate. Yeah, I put a deposit. Well, I looked. So this is I've done an accounting of my life. I've been doing an accounting of my life and I'm looking at all the expenses. And so I lease all my cars all the time. I have it and I try to do write offs for, you know, for for business. Right. Which it works. I'm not out about that lease life. I know I'm, I'm not. 
I am about it because of the business, right? So I have it for business. I, I claim it. It's kind of like, that's fine. I can do that. But now I've decided to get out of that. So get out of leases. Um, and oh, nice. You're drinking Hennessy. There you go. Just continue. Um, I'm just going to pour a glass. So, so I've done an accounting of my life and I'm kind of looking at things and I'm saying, you know what? There's a lot of expenses I have. And the car is one of the most expensive things. So if I look at what I pay for insurance, what I pay for gas, what I pay for maintenance, what I, so I started to do the numbers. And the reality is that I can buy a Tesla and save money on my monthly in terms of overall monthly, my annual fees that I would pay for overall. And even the insurance is cheaper. So now I'm looking at it and I put my deposit for a Tesla Model Y. So I'm going through that process, but my car's not going to be ready till April. So it's like, but which is fine. Because which Elon I'm Musk fine. sucks at doing anything. It doesn't. No, I'm telling you. It's okay. What type of car in the world can you buy or is sold out right now? Well, it's Tesla's because why? They're so because good. The production's so bad. That's not true. See, I'm going to, okay, so let's go down. I'm just, no, I'm just messing with you. I don't, don't want to go my... down the Elon Musk thing because you know I hate Elon Musk. I don't want to get into it today. Okay, not today. I really don't. Not today. We'll wait till Mikey gets here. We need yeah. a moderator. Yes, we need a moderator. But yeah, so we decided. And again, are you getting the... the one with the auto drive? No, no. So there's a reason why I don't believe that the auto, the uh, full self driving is really worth it right now. It's 10,000 and they keep saying it's going to go up, which is fine. But at the end of the day, you have two options. Um, you can buy it outright for 10,000 and it's lifetime for the value for the, the, the service of the car, right? Whatever. Um, and the cars are, should last, you know, eight to 10 years. Okay, great. So what ends up happening is that if you have that, then you basically have it for the life of the car. You can subscribe to it as well. So you can pay $200 a month and basically have that. But I look at it and I'm saying, well, what it is today, it's basically advanced, um, cruise control. That's the way I look at it, which my Honda does today. So if I look at what comes with the car, it already has advanced cruise control. It, it keeps distance now, of the car. It does all of that. Lane keeps within the lane. That's what it does. I know they're working on, they're piloting more advanced yeah. autopilot. Yes. If they had yeah. the car that could actually drive you to point A to point B, are you in? Uh, yeah, because I'm in for that. It's not yet. And it won't be here for a few years, right? The, th the challenge is right now you can go from point A to point B if you're on a highway. And if you're on yeah. a highway and you're basically going to go from one highway to the next highway, and then it'll basically do without intervention and within city, it will be able to kind of change lanes and get you to the place to a certain point, but it's still, you still have to pay attention. You still have to be there. You can't let go. You can't put a sandbag on your, on your steering wheel to make it happen. You, they, you know, and you get rated for your driving safety and stuff like that. So to be honest right now, it's still not there. It, will it be there in a year to two years? It probably will be way better than it is today, but I still don't think it'll be kind of autonomous. Hey, uh, get me to work and then just push a button. And then now all of a sudden I'm driving to work. I, I don't think it's going to be like that, but if it's highway, yeah, for sure. It'll drive on the highway, but I, I have advanced cruise control today and it does it. Yeah. I mean, for me, dude, I cannot wait for the self-driving car. I am going to be the first person to take a nap in yeah, my yeah. car well, while going so you're see, but here's the problem you can't fall asleep in it you're not supposed to fall how asleep many people are going to drive drunk well i is it technically drunk driving if the car is driving for you it's still you're still responsible that's a great question all right if you're if no one's in this driver's seat yeah and you're in the back seat passed out yes. drunk and the car is driving you home is that yes. drunk driving yes it is because you is are the car drunk no, it's not the car. It's the owner. It's true. The car is driving. So boom, you just you're still responsible. Full self-driving will. So right now they've made a lot more safety precautions. So basically you have to still be sitting in the front seat. It won't drive without you being Would in the you front eat, seat. All right. All right. You're being way too serious. Would you yeah. eat 
would you would you debate eating like food while self-driving or the I car mean, I do that today. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can do that today with one hand and i can eat like a, a taco i can eat a burger i can like i do that i try not to but i i do that today or all right so maybe maybe the getting in the self-driving car drunk is a bad idea i take that yes. back i will it's, not it's, do that that's that's like that's that's, you, that's the top that's the pinnacle outlier. Yeah. What if what if I got into a self-driving car with like a Nintendo Switch and played video games in like the back seat? Is that acceptable? No, you can't be in the back seat. Okay, you're still doing the same. You can't be in the back but seat. Isn't, isn't the back seat the isn't the back seat safer than the front seat technically? <laughs> like, right? It's the safer spot to be in the car. No, not if you're not fucking driving. <laughs> yeah, but no, I'm not driving. The car's driving, so it's totally fine. I'm totally safe there. No. You can't. You still so. And the other thing is that the the steering wheel senses when when you're not touching it for over I think 18 seconds or something like that. So you still have to be touching the steering wheel. You still have to be sitting in the seat. So it actually is knowing and sensing that you're actually in the seat. All so, right, I'll get I'll get like a 45 pound weight. I know that's what people do. The then you're, you're then and if you if you had an accident, you would be at fault. And you probably be. I wasn't driving charged. though. I'm gonna You'd sue Elon driving. Musk. It's on Elon Musk. It's his fault. Yeah. Yeah. It's all Elon Musk's fault. His rocket's blowing up. His car's crashing. He's the worst. <laughs> disclaimer. Crypto, disclaimer. Crypto market crashing. Elon Musk. I'm blaming it all on Elon Musk. You have to have a, a session, a podcast just on Elon Musk, and I will defend him all day long. I'll defend him all day long. Okay, you and me, we'll go at it. You're the it. worst. You're the you're the best. You're, you're the best at Canadian being the worst, singer. but also the worst at being the best. I don't know about you, Manuel. Uh, I love you, but I hate you. I hate you, but I love you. <laughs> That's our relationship. We need Mike here to keep us from fighting. We do. I think we do. I think we need the parent. I need the well, parent. I know, I know, I know that your wife is actively yelling at you and getting yes. dogs to howl in the background. <laughs> I know this is your Thanksgiving. <laughs> I want, to, I wanted to, I want to give thanks to you for joining us today because one <laughs> other friend was not here. Listen. Those listening on Reddit, those listening on podcasts, or wherever the F you're listening, Emmanuel is the real one. It's his mother effing Thanksgiving, and he is here with yeah. me See? recording See? a stupid podcast that 10 people will listen to. And Mikey Almeida has no excuse. He's at home with Chief Wahoo lying on his therapy couch watching baseball. Shame on you, sir. Shame <laughs> on you. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna take the ratings of this podcast i want everybody on reddit i want you to give comments like just get your friends subscribe like um comment for this specific podcast saying it was the best ever so that we can really make mikey so pissed by the off. way by the way i think people on reddit will appreciate this so uh it's gonna be a little foreign this idea for most people listening but we have a uh a segment that we'll roll out during the basketball season called the big baller bucket. I will just simplify it by saying this, that when we lose, we serve punishments on the show for your enjoyment. And one punishment this year that I added was called R roast me. Emmanuel, do you know what R roast me is? No. R roast me is the most vile subreddit ever. Well, it's not vile. It's, it's all in good fun, but it's just, it's awful. And the fact that you post a photo of yourself, yeah, and they just say the most oh, awful, nice. mean things about you. So one punishment for our big baller bucket this year will be to put your photo on our Reddit 
Yeah. And then you have to read the mean comments about yourself oh, live on the podcast. Good. I love that. Okay. Okay. I'm in. I'm in. Count and in. I am not picking that one because I cannot handle that abuse. Oh, I'm in. Well, last I know time you I got an alert. I, I got you. you are. You are just, oh, you're mean. Oh, man. Okay. I'm in. I'm in. I will definitely pick one of those. They'll just have Ted Cruz comments and roast me about. Can you please, if you, if you pick that one, grow out the. Uh, I'm gonna grow it out. I'm gonna grow, grow it, it out for like more. Ted Cruz and I'm yes, gonna, yeah, yeah. wear a cowboy hat or something because I want those Reddit people to tear you apart. Because <laughs> I know they're capable. I love done you, Reddit, but you are a bunch of savages. Done and done. All right, Amen. before we get out of here, do you have any last last words for us, there, bud? Oh, listen, I, I love I love uh, our conversations weekly. I miss Mikey uh, for sure. This has been a lot of fun and I really am enjoying it. Um, and I, I look forward to these conversations every week because I do learn a lot more about how stupid the U.S. really is for things like healthcare and other things, Thank which you. is great. Yeah. And um, how it makes my life feel so much better that I'm here in Canada. So that's all I'm saying. But no, um, no, just... I'm thankful. It's Thanksgiving, so I'm thankful for you and Mikey for starting this and uh, being part of it. I'm thankful that you guys give me a reason to drink Hennessy every week. Happy Thanksgiving to you, sir. Cheers, I'll have buddy. to come come on for my Thanksgiving for you guys. Um, yes. I just I'm, I am at a loss for thoughts. This episode today, do I do I say something? Call it we rank food or health insurance or something where do i because i don't know what the hell we did today it was a blur it's a mixed bag so what do we call that do we call that uh life without mikey life without mikey yeah yeah yeah. life without mikey that's what i'm gonna call this podcast episode life without mikey Mikey. i love not a bad life my friend not a bad life hey i am thankful to hang out with you today i appreciate you showing up ladies and gentlemen we appreciate you watching live on reddit love y'all do me a favor Find We Got Balls podcast. We're available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Wherever there's podcasts, I'm pretty sure we're there. So find us, follow that that podcast. We really, really, really appreciate it. Listen, we do this thing once a week, every Monday around 8 o'clock, 8.30. So we'll see you next week. Appreciate all your time. Peace out. Declare bankruptcy!